0: Hear those sounds, it is indeed QA on uh, the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. You with myself, Muhammad Zain Majid. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and a very, very good good evening. Well, our lines are open immediately. You can SMS us uh, your questions uh, to the number 47913. That is uh, 47913. And whatever questions you have, you're more than welcome to send that through. And hopefully, inshallah, we will be answering uh, those questions. Well, joining me online, Alhamdulillah. Last week he was uh, visiting Cape Town Back in Johannesburg None other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Assalamualaikum Mufti Wa
1: alaikumussalam Wa rahmatullahi barakatuh Shukran jazeel And jazakallah khair Brother Muhammad Zain Barakallahu feekum well,
0: Mashallah How's Mufti keeping?
1: Alhamdulillah We're enjoying wonderful Beautiful weather Here yeah, in Khawtang Cloud the sky And wonderful weather Alhamdulillah
0: Alhamdulillah <laughs> Mufti we go straight into our first question this evening It says Salam Mufti I hear some imams say that we don't need doctors We only need Allah Can Mufti please clear this matter for us?
1: بسم الله الرحمن Nahmaduhu wa Nuswalli ala Rasulul Kareem, Amma بعد All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the Sustainer, uh, Naresha and Cherisher of the Universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa صلى الله عليه وسلم. When one studies the noble Qur'an, you find verses like this, fid dunya hasana wa fil hasana O beloved Allah, grant us goodness in this world and in the year after, and save us from the torment and punishment of the fire, Surah 2, verse 201. Similarly, Almighty Allah speaks about وَبَتَغْفِي مَا so do not forget your share in the worldly life so all Allah has made this world a place of means the second verse if you want reference surah number 28 surah Qasas, verse number 77 surah 28 verse 77 so for a person imam or anybody else to say that definitely is incorrect We must use the means at our disposal and put our trust in Almighty Allah so Buddha
0: Azizikas you can't just say Allah is there Shaka Mufti our SMS number 47913 whatever question you have you're more than welcome to send that through to 47913 now Mufti why is it so easy for men to talak and uh, thereafter make as if the woman never existed at the same time not nafakaing and not having paid dowry even finished don't they realize that uh, there will be a day like Yawm Al-Qiyamah uh, where you will be answerable.
1: The problem, dear sister, is this, that the Ummah has moved far, far away from the noble Qur'an. If you just look at the Qur'an, Surah number 4, Surah Nisa, and verse number 34 and 35, talaq and divorce is the fifth alternative and the last resort so the first one is when there is turbulence in a the marriage and the wife is not listening or she disobedient then the husband should speak to her kindly politely second one fil madaj separate the beds it doesn't mean literally it means that you know you withhold the conjugal rights third one wadribuhun you take a ruler or a miswak and you tap her on the hand you can't be hitting your wife with the belt and with your open hand all that is absolutely haram all that fails then bring in the outsiders surah number four verse number thirty-four thirty-five and that is from Asu hakama min ahlihi wa so all these are steps now the arbitrators at the eleventh hour they also must go into that meeting and the intention must be to bring about reconciliation. If all these four steps fail, then the husband gives talaq. So our the husbands today, they just give talaq, three talaq and all at one shot. Remember, the three talaq will be valid. But the manner, method they are doing is sinful and they should be punished. And that is what Sayyidina Omar radiallahu said. And if you want Sayyidina Umar radiallahu Anhu's fatwa, it is mentioned in Sunan Saeed bin Mansur, Hadith, Kitab, Laوجعته I will walk and lash that person there if I hear. That he opposed what the Quranic teaching is, so it is people's ignorance, and then they make like you know everything is okay it's not okay, and especially you deflowered that girl, you use that lady, and you used her in a youth, and now you don't even pay the maskawi, the mahar, and so forth. So what the men are doing absolutely haram, and definitely they'll pay dearly for this on the day of
0: judgment. <coughs> the voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Husseini, uh, on uh, the voice of the Cape 91.3 if and uh, that's our number 47913 It's very easy, all you do is uh, SMS as Your question to that number 47913 Next M- SMS, a uh, listener that was very happy Says it was an honor for me To see Mufti in person last week Saturday by uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's Masjid uh, Mufti And then the uh, next question It says, uh, Salam Mufti Can Muslim ladies Use tampons? We'll get an answer For the ladies after this we Welcome back to the Airways of the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Our SMS line number 47913. That's the number to SMS your questions to 47913. And of course, remember that SMSs are charged at 150. The question we posed, Mufti, before the break, it says, Salam Mufti, can can, uh, Muslim ladies, are they allowed to use tampons?
1: okay shukran jazilan to the brother we met and alhamdulillah wherever i went mitchell's plane they didn't complain anything Allah was <laughs> rare for me and for them alhamdulillah allah reward all the brothers of cape town sisters to the children Okay, sister, yes, you can use a tampon. Islamically, it's totally permissible. However, one word of caution, for example, we are in Muharram, and let's say now today or next week, Monday, Thursday, or whenever, you want to keep a fast. Then whilst you are fasting, then you cannot insert the tampon, because then that will nullify the fast. So that you must be careful about. But otherwise, normal times, you want to use a tampon to so the lady, it's fine, no problem, totally permissible.
0: Mufti, my father said I can get uh, and inherit the house on condition I look after all unmarried sisters. Now, I've been doing this for 30 years. What about the other brothers as they don't provide for the sisters?
1: Here, there are three, four issues. If your father passed away already, then remember to make such a condition that you will get the house provided that you look after the sisters. That's not good and not permissible because it means that only you inheriting and your other brothers, the sisters, are not inheriting. And Quran says they all must inherit, so you cannot be the sole owner. What you need to do now is go and speak to the brothers and sisters and tell them that fine, you will stay in that house. It is registered on your name, but you will pay them out. And remember, all the brothers are responsible to look after the sisters until they get married. It's not only your responsibility.
0: Next question, Mufti. What is a Tajah Muharram?
1: Remember that in uh, if you go to Pakistan and Iran and all these kind places, then they take out like you know a janaza and so forth, and then they go through it in the river and in the dam and sea, and they call it the tazia and that all this is foreign and alien beliefs it's got nothing to do with islam remember sayyidna hussein radhiyallahu ta'ala and the beloved grandson of mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam made the supreme sacrifice on the 10th of Muharram, Friday, Ashura, the year 61, in Maidan e Tufuf, I've been to these places, alhamdulillah, in Karbala, Iraq, so he gave his life for a principle, and the principle was that the khilafat system of Islam must not change into mulukiyah and a monarchy system, so all these things they are doing now, hitting themselves and making tazias and all that, it is all foreign, alien, and not permissible in Islam.
0: This question says, "Mufti, I'd like to know what is the meaning of the name Ashaz (A.S.H.A.Z.) and if he was a Sahaba of the Prophet Wasallam?
1: Remember, he was not Sahabi, but the meaning of that is something rare, some person rare. Case meaning that a person who has unique qualities. So that is the meaning of that
0: name. There. Next question, uh, Mufti, my brothers owe me thousands of rands. It's been years now, but I don't get any money. Uh, What can I do? The one is even going for Umrah with his family now, but he still owes me money
1: obviously that is totally not permissible you must pay your debts before you go for umrah and hajj and you got the means and yet you are delaying and not paying mustafa nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said matalul ghani Zulmun, the hadith mentioned in mishka sharif delaying tactics by people who have the means at the zulm, oppression and wrongdoing so what you must do the brother A, B, C, your other brother X, Y, Z is owing you, so you go to his shop, his factory, his house, and whatever you can lay your hands on, you take it away. Without his permission also, because he does not want to pay you, and if he pays you, then you return all those things to him, because Quran Karim states, When someone makes zulm and oppresses you, then you have the right to also do the same, for the for the sake of justice.
0: Sure, indeed. The voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir on 91.3 FM taking your questions via SMS on the number four seven nine one three four seven nine one three. and as I said Mufti Abdul Qadir joining us uh, there on the line from Johannesburg Just a reminder at this point about the Voice of the Cape Family Day happening on Saturday the 15th of November that is next week Saturday um, at Ratanga Junction. Uh, stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape. We give you a list of places where you can purchase your tickets of course it's a fundraiser and tickets are Selling at 120 in uh, Moving on to our next question It says Mufti um, Our company gives bottles of wine As gifts to the staff They also give some to me I normally take it and give it away Is this acceptable? No
1: it's not acceptable You must tell them they are non-Muslim You are working there So end of the year they give wine or whatever You, you must tell them no as a Muslim I'm not even allowed to touch it And I don't want it and write them a letter, send them an email, tell them that that wine is costing them 100, 500, whatever, and tell them they can give you something that is halal, and all this wine and swine they can give to the non-Muslims, but for us as Muslims we don't touch it, so don't take it at all. Rather tell them to give you something cheaper, but which is halal and better for you and for them.
0: Mufti, my husband has recently been dismissed from his work as he is our only breadwinner. Can Mufti please advise on what du'as or dhikrs we can recite for him to hopefully get another job, inshallah?
1: Almighty Allah will open many doors tonight after Maghrib Day in Cape Town is already in South Africa everywhere. So it is Laylatul Jumu'ah the night of Friday. So after Maghrib, inshallah, after Isha, whenever you get chance, read two rakat salat extra and read, Ya Baasitu, Ya Baasitu, Ya Baasitu. And inshallah, Allah will open up many doors for you. Because all Maitallah states, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ Allah Jalla has beautiful, wonderful names. Invoke and call Allah by His names. And second thing, husband, wife, all of you, you must adopt the quality of taqwa and true piety. Wa <laughs> Whosoever fears all Allah, all Allah makes a way out for him and grants him risk and sustenance from where he never expected.
0: Uh, next question says, Mufti, an illegitimate child, does the child qualify for a wasiya from the father's estate? What is valid to give to this child? And can Mufti please give some examples? Can she get a girl's share as wasiya or not?
1: Okay, let's go into the whole case study. A, B, C person, boy, man, and he, eloved with the lady, X, Y, Z, boyfriend, girlfriend, and then the girl fell pregnant, she gave birth. So the child is illegitimate, there is no sin, no blame on the child. The child is ma'asum and innocent. However, the lineage of the child will go to the mother and not to the father. So mother dies, the child inherits, the child dies, the mother inherits now regarding the father he does not feature in all this but now the father has got remorse regret he say i know it is my daughter my son so what can i do in islam when you are drawing up your world then first thing you do is burial funeral expenses second is the death of the deceased third one is Wasia. Wasia is for none age so this father here now writes down he has three hundred thousand rand so he writes down fifty thousand, hundred thousand for this daughter or son of his that is illegitimate as a wasyah, so that will be permissible because that child is not an heir of his, so he can bequeath for that illegitimate child up to one third of his total estate. But when he dies the father then the child will not inherit but will receive that amount as a wasiah up to one third of the total estate, so that is permissible.
0: Sure. indeed Mufti, that SMS line number 47913, 47913 for all your questions uh, for the Honorable Mufti. The next question, it says, Mufti, could you please explain in detail what Zina uh, is? Because many people only understand it to be the act, but not. But even like having a boyfriend also forms part of Zina.
1: Almighty Allah azza wa jalla tells us in the Noble Quran, Wa la zina. Do not even go near fornication, adultery. So that is what you are speaking about having a boyfriend, girlfriend, mistress, everything, SMSing, kissing her, touching her, smooching her. So that are the introduction to the real act of zina, the fornication. So in Islam, when we want to solve a problem, then we solve it from the roots. So therefore, in Islam, you don't have illegitimate children, haram children. We promote, advocate a pure and chaste society. However, if you are speaking from the punishment point of view, then the real act must take place. So where the male inserts the male organ into the female, and so forth. So that will then classify as the act of zina, and then the punishment in a proper Islamic country or society will take place. Surah number 24, Surah Noor verse number 2, both parties now for fornication will get a 100 lashes each, and this will be done in public. And if it is adultery, then the death penalty will apply. So that is what Islam is teaching us.
0: Mufti, can a husband take back his bed That he bought for his wedding When he and his wife uh, get a talaq?
1: Remember whatever the husband gave his wife That and the wife got it As they took possession of it So it's haram for him to take it back Quran, Kareem states Surah 4, verse 20, verse 21 qintara. You gave your wife billions Because qintara means الْأَمْوَالُ then, فَلَا تَأْخُذُوا مِنْهُ شَيْءًا Now, talaq takes place. You can't take back anything from your ex-wife. It's absolutely haram. Allah Himself is telling you, أَتَأْخُذُونَهُ بُغْتَانَهُ وَإِسْمَ مُبِينَ Are you casting aspersions, allegations against your wife? This is an open manifest son, a major sin not permissible to take back anything for the husband from his wife after he has divorced her.
0: Um, uh, next question says Salam Mufti We are five sisters Three married And two unmarried Both parents pass on Who must look after This one sister As the house That she stayed in with the other Unmarried sister Has been sold And the other sister Has moved on Not taking her with Mufti
1: Remember that the three sisters who are married, they should try and help the sister that is not unmarried, and the other sister was unmarried, she moved on. So it is a joint responsibility of all you sisters. It is your sister, after all, and she is alone. She doesn't have a husband, and the parents have passed on. Maybe there's no brothers. So if there are brothers, then the responsibility falls on the brothers. If there's no brothers, then the sisters should try and help her in every way, financially and so forth and she herself should try and look for a place and maybe start a home industry make some cook sisters some samosas and all these type of things so in that way you the sisters should try and assist and help her
0: The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and of course uh, the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Mufti, can Mufti please tell me if it is wise for certain TV television networks to have us watching men making salah? Uh, obviously, when they show the haram and Medina, I feel it is not good for women and this is supposed to be private. Mufti?
1: Remember, the Quran Kareem addresses this question, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verses 30, 31. Tell the believing men that they must lower their gazes when they are seeing women, then you don't keep on staring, you must lower your gaze, and you protect your private part. Surah 24 verse 31, And you, the believing women, when the men are there, you lower your gaze, and then you, they protect your private part. So if they are showing the men and all that, then the women should lower the gaze, not keep on staring and that, and looking how handsome this person is, how handsome that one is. Similarly, when the men now sometimes they show the woman, they're making tawaf or whatever else. So you can't be staring and saying, "Oh, this lady from Turkey is bias smart and bias old look and others." You know, you can't do all that. Obviously, not permissible.
0: This question it says shukran jazakallah mufti for always an informative programs may Allah ta'ala bless you and spare mufti for many years to uplift and inspire the ummah inshallah Amin. and then the, the question after that it says salam i'm pregnant from my ex boyfriend but he's scared to tell his parents he says uh, his parents will disown him but he doesn't want to marry me what can i do
1: Sister, shukran for all the du'as, but sister, you made a big, big mistake in life. He just used you as a spare wheel, and now he's shirking all his responsibilities. So three things you have to do. Number one, don't terminate the pregnancy. You go on with it and give birth. The child will be illegitimate. Secondly, you must make tawbah immediately. Beg Almighty Allah for forgiveness. And third one, read this du'a, Surah 25, Surah Furqan, verse 74, Rabbana hab azwajina, wa zurriyatina O Allah, grant us such spouses and children that are the, the coolness of the eyes, inshallah you get somebody who understands your circumstances and is prepared to forgive you, marry you in the future, but you must now learn from this experience that the man is the hunter. He will use you and then he will drop you. So all these stories that he's telling you, I'm afraid my parents will disown me, that is all stories. He used you and now he's dumping you. That is the, real, the, the reality of it.
0: Next, uh, for listener, two questions, Mufti, from one person. Uh, the first part is, can I take wudu with a plaster on? And then the next one says, can grandchildren inherit their mother's share when uh, she has passed on already, Mufti?
1: Okay, the first part, can you make wudu when you have a plaster on? So if you cannot remove that plaster because you know it is cast and all that so that so then just make masa on it and if you can't do that also, then make tayammum. The so it just depends on the circumstances. If you can make masa, then on it so it's fine. And if you can't manage that, then make tayammum. The and the second issue is, can okay, now the mother also passed away and now the grandchildren, grandchildren will only inherit if there are no children there. So for example, if there are sons and daughters or if they are sons only then all the grandchildren will be deprived because they are the second generation so when the first generation is present like the sons and daughters or sons only then the second generation will not inherit but grandmother, grandfather in their world they could have made wasiyah and bequeath up to one third for the grandchildren so that would be permissible.
0: (coughs) Shukran indeed. Mufti we're going to leave it there for now inshallah we're going to break so that Mufti can for Maghrib obviously sun setting earlier in Joburg and then we'll continue in a few minutes again inshallah Assalamu alaikum Mufti well, of course, uh, but in the meantime, you can continue sending through your SMSs on the number 47913 with the questions for Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Well, before I pay the bills, very quickly, a reminder that uh, the Voice of the Cape will be having a VOC family day that will be at Ratanga Junction on Saturday, the 15th of November. That is next Saturday. Tickets selling at 120 Rand. Obviously, Ratanga Junction is not going to be the same when we get there because there's so much that we are arranging. For that particular day uh, Obviously uh, the radio will be there for the entire day um, There's 23 exciting nights That's always at Ratanga We'll have stalls We'll have a health and wellness centre There'll be a tea garden, entertainment Kitty's fancy dress party uh, There'll be a cook-off as well um, And of course uh, lots and lots of prizes as well So it's going to be really, really fun day. But of course we're not having the festival this year We're having the family day at Ratanga Junction So indeed do support us Tickets 120. Man. Stay tuned to The Voice of the Cape We've got an ad playing with a list of uh, people that are selling tickets for us And uh, if you have missed that by any chance We will also, uh, you can just phone our reception area 21 442 double 500 And you can get uh, watches closest in your area In fact, Abiria Sobrillance is so actually going to play it for you now Listen to where you can get uh, your tickets for Atanga Junction it's the Voice of the Cape Family Day at Ratanga Junction on Saturday, the 15th of November. Enjoy the thrills of more than 30 attractions, including 23 rides. Yay! Get all this for 120 rand per person. For tickets, call The Voice of the Cape on 021-442-3500 or 082-786-5627. The Voice of the Cape Family Day at Retanga Junction on Saturday, 15 November. Some of the proceeds will be donated to The Voice of the Cape Guide a Water Project and to the voice of the Cape Bursary Fund. Yeah. Rotonga tickets available at the following outlets: Marketia to Athlone, Kali Road, Rylands, Taz Boutique, Gatesville Square, Gatesville, Islamic Sound and Vision, The Souk, Banggate Mall, Classic Bakery, Mariam Hamildin, Two One Two Thornton Road, Thornton, AMC Cookway Kinloch Centre kiosk in front of Checkers, Raji's Castle, Hair Zone. Raji Devaji, 5th Avenue, Kensington. Paul Muslim Jama, Mariam Nakadin, 14 Lapid Street, Paul. Masjid al-Quds, Sheikh Rahman Alexander, Clinic Road, Gatesville. Khan's Chicken Tikka, Nazim Khan, 22 Angel Crescent, Iceleben Road, Woodridge, Mitchell's Plain. The Voice of the Cape, Najma Gaffley, No. 2, Queen's Park Avenue, Salt River. Welcome back to the program Q&A on The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM with myself Muhammad Zain Machid. Joining us back online, none other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on the line there from Johannesburg. You can still SMS us your questions to the number 47913. That is 47913. Well, going on to our next question, it says, Salam Mufti, what do you do in a case where the wasiya was given to the stepchildren, but it is more than the own daughter's are getting the sisters are feeling sad as the stepkids are getting more. What can we do in such a case?
1: It all depends how many A's they are and so forth. You might have certain cases like that. Mustafa sallallahu Alaihi wasallam allowed that the testator, the person can bequeath up to one third for the grandchildren or people who are not heirs. And maybe your share came out to twenty percent, twenty five percent. So you should not object on that because that is the permission given to him to that person, male or female by Mustafa Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Yes, if the person deprived you then that is haram, but if he gave you your full share but before that one third or so was given to none age, maybe grandchildren, like in this case, then you have no right to complain Islamically.
0: Shikha Mufti, next question it says K. Mufti, please explain when does the forty days start for huj coming from Hajj? Is it when a hujaj is finished with his Hajj or when they actually arrive at home Mufti?
1: we need to rephrase that question some people think that the du'as accepted of the hujjaj for 40 days there is after the hajj there is no quranic verse for that or authentic hadith what we find is Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, and if you want reference of this, open la ta'if ul ma'arif, rajab Hambali, rahimahullah. He There he quotes Sayyidina Umar radiallahu saying, oh Hujjaj, you are going back to your homes. Remember till the 10th of Rabiul Awal, your duas are accepted because of the barakah of the hajj. So that is what we find, nothing to do with 40 days.
0: Uh, next question, it says Mufti, I love cats Please indicate if it is morally correct To spade a cat Even before the first letter, Mufti
1: Mustafa Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Said hirrat, binajisin, The cats are not impure Meaning you can leave them in the house They run around, jump here, there minat tawafina alaykum tawafat. They making tawaf in your house So therefore it's permissible To keep cats as your pets And then you want to now, you know, spade them and spray them and do all these things there so that you don't have too many kittens. So all that in animals is permissible. No problem with that.
0: Mufti, what must I do with my interest money in the bank?
1: The first of all, we must realize interest in itself is haram if you open the Quran, Karim, Surah 2, verses 275 to 279. But we live in a capitalistic society, so sometimes certain accounts generate interest. Now you have it in your possession, but not in your ownership. So you have to get rid of it Either give it to poor people Muslim or non-Muslim Or the government is taxing us You know with so many taxes So you can use that money there You have to pay them tax But it's not necessary We have to give halal money to the government And we know how much they are wasting So you can give them that haram money of interest And pay the taxes with it
0: so can indeed You uh, can SMS us questions To the number 47913 uh, Mufti, I am and live with my partner what is so wrong with this as i am not harming anybody
1: remember my brother if somebody says that he is living with his girlfriend and they are committing zina fornication adultery so what is the harm in that? both parties are happy about it so you also will say no it's not right because it is an immoral, you know, play way of doing things because then they can be illegitimate children, there'll be no haya, shame, morality. Now what you are doing brother, you all tell Allah created Adam and Eve. Now you want to change the whole system and say Adam and Steve and then you say what harm are you doing? You are, the biggest harm you are doing is you are doing something that is unnatural Every religion has condemned it, whether it's Islam, Christianity, Judaism. So every religion. So you must remember, brother, that this is worse than zina, fornication, adultery, and punishable by death. So you don't honor the poor, and you fra, what is clear? So because your brains also now have become upside down in this case here. So brother, you have to terminate it immediately, turn to Almighty Allah, and become a real man, and not a gay.
0: Shukran indeed, Mufti. Next question, Asiyah salam, I just want to know, I'm working for a non-Muslim. He's got alcohol in his house. Do I have to put on gloves when I touch it and handle it?
1: Remember that when you are working in a non-Muslim's house and so forth, and now you have to clean the house or whatever, then you cannot touch all the bottles and so forth, use your gloves or whatever, because for us as Muslims, even that bottle, we must not go near it and touch it it is something that islam condemns from a to z the entire industry is condemned of alcohol and interest so therefore that yes use gloves and so forth that is not acceptable but is lesser of the two evils
0: now mufti uh, if one was diagnosed with an illness which dua I can i make uh, to hopefully get healed and cured from this
1: First and foremost, you need to build yourself up psychologically and never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. So don't die if somebody, the doctor or the, or the physician told you that now you've got cancer, leukemia, or some terrible disease, you know, Ebola and what have you nowadays, Allah forbid. So in a case like that, first thing, you must now turn to all, Allah remain positive. Second thing, read Surah Seven times loan yourself. And third thing, if you feel your condition is deteriorating, then read the dua mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us Allahumma inkarnatil hayatu khairalli fa ahyini Oh beloved Allah if life is better for me then give me life wa wafatu and oh Allah if death is better for me then give me death so that is the Islamic viewpoint remember death will only come on the appointed time I know one person six doctors told him he'll die in this year meaning last uh, past year and so so, you know, past few years, uh, there' six doctors, five of them dead already, but he's still living. <laughs> so, you must remember, it shows everything is in the hands of Almighty
0: Allah. It, indeed, the voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain, um, uh, the voice of the 91.3 from Now, next question, Mufti says, what can a person say if you married for 25 years and still my partner plug his eyes, eyebrows, uh, fringed, uh, friends told him that it is haram, what must I do?
1: Remember that you must start ta'lim in your house. Take Riyadu Salihin, the famous work. All the Shafi' ulama know of Alama Nawawi, so the translation is available in English and so forth. So you must create the environment. He doesn't want to listen to that, or she doesn't want to listen to that about the plucking of the eyebrows and so forth. So you must create the love for Islam, and that is how you bring about talim, you start reading the ahadith, and the gradual process, then that person slowly, slowly will understand that what Islam is demanding of them and telling them to do.
0: She indeed uh, Going on to the next uh, question It says uh, Mufti Okay, not that question um, Salam. The husband Mufti Is involved with a hookah Still married Don't support the wife and children uh, We need some advice What does the Quran say When someone is busy with prostitution?
1: Obviously in a case like that Remember it's punishable by death So that is what the Quran And the Hadith says Quran says Don't go near fornication The Sahaba, more than fifty of them, narrate from Nabi alayhi salam that death is applicable. My advice to you, sister, is tell him you had enough. You tell him you want the talak and out. Why must you sleep with him tomorrow you get AIDS or sexually transmitted diseases, Allah forbid, and he's busy with the hookers and the prostitutes, Allah forbid, so you want Allah if he says no, then go to the MJC and the ulama and you apply for a fasakh and annulment of marriage, you are tayyiba and pure, and he is khabis. So Qur'an says, you want to know what Qur'an says? Al-Khabisa to the khabisin The impure woman for the impure man. So your husband has become impure and najis and khabis. That is the word Qur'an Sharif uses for such people.
0: Shukar indeed, Mufti. That concludes all our questions this evening. Obviously we couldn't answer all of them, but hopefully next week, inshallah, we'll answer them first. And that leaves us with about four minutes for some nasiqa, Mufti, inshallah.
1: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Four Naseehah, we'll give you in the four minutes. First one, Ashura came and it's gone 1436. But my dear listener of Voice of the Cape, the month of Muharram is still with us. And Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, the best fast to keep in the 11 months Because Ramadan is compulsory After Ramadan is the month of all And it is Muharram So MashaAllah, Mondays, Thursdays and so forth We keep fast in this month of Muharram So we are practicing on this Hadith MashaAllah mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif Second advice Remember the year has started 1436 Each one of us should take this into account and say, that let me do a stock of myself, some, you know, introspection. Have I changed for the better in 1436 or have I changed for the worse? So Allahumma hasibna hisabi yaseera. Ya Allah, make our hisab and accountability easy. Because tomorrow we will stand in the court of Almighty Allah, personal responsibility, then we can't blame other people and society and so forth. We are responsible alone and individually for our speech, our actions and so forth. Third one, my dear brothers, sisters, children of Cape Town, Voice of the Cape, wherever you are. I beg you, I appeal to you, remember the Zionist Apartheid regime and their settlers, now they want to take control of Masjid Al-Aqsa. You see, this Ummah was fast and Islam And 20 years ago, in Masjid Ibrahim Khalili, when Baruch Goldstein, the terrorists from South Africa, went there and he murdered our brothers there on the 15th of Ramadan, Fajr time. It was a Saturday. So we must remember the partition that Masjid in Hebron, Masjid Ibrahim Khalili. They want to do the same thing now at Masjid Al-Aqsa. So what must you do, my dear brothers, sister, as a Muslim for our first tibla? Now after Maghrib, read two Rakat Salat extra, read Surah Yaseen, make du'a and say this, Allahumma alayka bil Yahudi zhalimeen, Allahumma alayka bil Yahudi zhalimeen. Oh Allah, you decimate and destroy the apartheid regime of Israel and the Zionist regime and their settlers. We must remember it is under big, big threat. Yesterday also Fajr time, there was no Fajr Salat in Masjid aqsa So imagine our third holiest place, but they are controlling it. And tomorrow, Jumma time again, they will tell you that people who are under the age of 50 cannot enter the Masjid. So I appeal to you, Muslims, that you make special du'a, Quran, Tilawat, give out charity. And we must visit Masjid aqsa to not let this deter us and intimidate us. We have love. You in Cape Town have extra love, mashallah, for Majrul al-Aqsa. So tell your hubby, your parents, when we go for Umrah on Khan Aqsa too, so we must not leave the Palestinians. This is not only for the Palestinians. It's a Muslim issue. Every Muslim in the world must be concerned about this. So may all, may Allah, show us the day when the entire Palestine and Majid al-Aqsa is liberated from the Zionists and may all, may Allah, protect and my Almighty Allah except our applause. To you, my brother Muhammad Zain the team of Voice of the Cape, and all the brothers and sisters there in Cape Town, shukran jazilan and barakallahu feek. assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Mufti, jazakallah, <laughs> hear Allah protect and guide you, and shukran, of course, for being of service to the people of Cape Town. We look forward to chatting to you again next week. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Well, that then concludes our Q&A program here on uh, The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM.